Welcome to the Aging Confidently Podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Karen Weaver, your host, and today's guest is Jennifer Smith. She owns Enlightened Wellness, which is a um, holistic health practice. So she's a certified holistic health practitioner. And underneath Enlightened Wellness, she also has Enlightened Wellness Center, which is a group of healthcare practitioners, massage therapists, chiropractor, acupuncturist. And yoga therapy. And yoga therapy. That's what you have in there. Um, So it's a fantastic kind of one-stop shop, I think, too. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I cannot imagine... Anybody better to talk to sleep about sleep with? <laughs> Thank you. You are you have so much knowledge about so many things, and um, the I guess is how how this came about is Jennifer gave me a handout about sleep, and I was like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to know yeah. about this. So this yeah. is this is where we ended up here. But before we get started talking about sleep, just kind of where did you come from? How'd you start? You know, getting getting into the holistic uh, practice. You know, it's funny. I've had people ask me that before, and I don't know if it's any one thing, but I really credit my mother Mm -hmm. to kind of planting that seed. Um, You know, I I grew up in a small town in Ohio, and every so often we went to an even smaller town to a a tiny little health food store, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, we bought different supplements and herbal teas and things like that. And um, I don't know. You know, my mother was always doing something a little healthy. Mm-hmm. She she did yoga for a while. And um, gosh, you know, I remember this phase she went through where she put wheat germ in everything we ate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, You're probably very regular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, gosh, you know, we always had a garden mm-hmm. and, and everything was homemade. And you know, in my, I guess my late 20s, early 30s, it, that's been a long time ago, she gave me a book written <laughs> mm-hmm. by Dr. Andrew Weil, mm-hmm. who's fairly holistic. And I read that and I loved it. And, um, and you know, then I discovered Dr. Uh, Dr. Mercola, uh-huh, Joseph yes. Mercola, and read everything he wrote. And, um, and then I just started digging deeper. And especially after I got married and had kids, of course, I studied uh, nutrition and herbs and homeopathy. And um, gosh, then I started teaching classes and, and helping people with their health out of our home. I had a lot of friends and family who had a lot of health problems, and they just weren't getting better by you know, conventional means. And I just felt there had to be a better way. Right. And it just kind of grew, and it got to the point where, you know, I kind of joked that my husband kicked me out of the house. He was, he was kind of like, you know, I'm tired of these strangers being in our home, yeah. which, you know, they weren't strangers to me, but, you right. know, he was right. It was time. Yeah. So yeah. Kind of push you out of your comfort zone a little exactly. bit. Exactly. I needed going. it. Yeah, that's right. I was mad at him at the time, but... Gosh, uh, that's a common thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so then I trained as a traditional naturopath, mm-hmm. which is known in the state of South Carolina as a <laughs> certified holistic health practitioner. And I got my first office next to yours, yes. and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Your growth has been so fun to watch. It's been <laughs> Thank great. Thank you. Well, I mean, it's such a needed ser- needed service, and it's funny. Allison Lively, who's also you know right, a, a holistic right. practitioner, yes. she has a very similar story. That her mom, it just kind of she sort of grew up with it, and yeah. with her and you too, you guys did it. And your moms, more you know, importantly, did it way before it was cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, way before absolutely. it was mainstream. So right. they were probably like looked at maybe a little, you oh, know, yeah. different. Oh yeah. But um, it's so funny how the pendulum swings, and I think certainly as people are realizing as they take medicine to try and fix one thing, it breaks another. There's never, there's always a cause and effect that um, people more and more are looking for um, a more holistic full mm-hmm. body kind right, of right. solution to different 
problems or challenges. And yeah, everything's connected. Sleep is one for sure. Um, So it's funny, you know, we got in here this morning and Jennifer handed me this note that March is actually National Sleep Awareness (laughs) Month. But, you know, there are no coincidences. Right, for sure. I didn't even know that until just a few days ago myself. It's great. Well, it feels like everything's kind of serendipitous. But um, so my last podcast I did was all about travel, which is probably my like my most favorite subjects, but my second close second is sleep. sleep. I love it. All right. I love sleep. People ask me, are you a morning person or night person? I'm like, I'm a neither person. Like I could sleep. I could go to bed at eight and I could wake up at eight and I'm fine. Um, so much so to the point where, you know, when the kids are in preschool and they, um, Fill out the little questionnaires, like, how old your mom? And you're like, you might be 25, but they say you're 50. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> and one of the questions was, what's your mom's favorite hobby? Napping. Oh, oh they put napping. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so, great. I'm a big fan of sleep, needless to say. Um, awesome. I know. So the problem is, as we get a little bit older, sometimes it's harder to fall yeah. asleep or if you wake up to go back to sleep. So I would love for you, maybe just as a preface, and I, I had put this in the introduction that I feel like I can change my habits so much easier when I know the why behind mm-hmm. something. Like what is it actually doing for me to turn off the TV, to go to sleep, to have those regular bedtime hours? You know, what? why yeah. is that important? Yeah. So can you talk like functionally in our body? Oh my goodness. It, yeah, there's start. so many benefits to sleep. Um, everything from having a, a better functioning immune system, mm-hmm. um, your brain, you know, is, is so important. Your brain needs sleep so, so much. Your skin, mm-hmm. that's something, mm-hmm. you know, near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when we sleep, our body starts to produce collagen, among other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we're sleeping. So a lot of things happen when we sleep that don't happen when we're not sleeping. And, um, you know, I always tell people, if you do nothing, else for your health, get your 10 to 2. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is is sleeping from, you know, getting to bed by 10 o'clock at, at least a couple times a week at least. Yeah. And the reason for that is because when we sleep, our body undergoes this incredible cleansing, healing, detoxification process. Um, you know, your body dumps, you know, your liver dumps toxins, your your hormones reset, tissues rebuild, different proteins are produced. And, you um, you know, the majority of that intense healing detoxification process occurs between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 Mm a.m. So in other words, sleeping from, say, 10 to 6, that's far more beneficial than sleeping from 12 to 8. So it's the same number of hours, but if you don't go to bed until 12, you've missed out on 50% of that intense healing, cleansing, detoxification Mm -hmm. process. Absolutely. So I just tell people, get your 10 to 2. Now, sometimes that's easier said than done, you know, for Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. And so, you know, as a health practitioner, you know, my job, I, I tell people it's not about replacing a drug with an herb. That's not the point. The point is getting to the root cause of things and looking at the body as a whole. And so um, so sleep is a real important component of that. Mm-hmm. And so figuring out why a person can't sleep, that's what I like to do. And for some people, it could be, you know, hormonal imbalance. For other people, and, and then again, where is that hormonal imbalance coming from? So right. I, I dig deep. But um, also for some people, they're just not using proper sleep hygiene. You know, they're not setting up a sleep sanctuary, mm-hmm. as I call mm-hmm. it. And, um, you know, because to me and you, sleep is sacred. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to set up the sleep sanctuary. So things like having a nice dark room, dark, dark, you know, maybe you need to buy some um 
what do they call them? Blackout shades yeah. or, or mm-hmm. whatever blackout drapery curtains. Nice and dark, mm-hmm. um, nice and quiet. Uh, cool. Yeah. You know, turn on your fan, even if it's in the middle of winter, because your body temperature actually drops when you're sleeping. And so kind of to help it out, kind of get it cooler to begin with. Um, another big thing is turning off your Wi-Fi, yeah. you know, because we're just exposed to so many unnatural frequencies, EMFs and things that, that we weren't exposed to yeah. until now. I mean, this is a new thing. And when your Wi-Fi is on, it's just constantly pulsating. Mm. You know, we don't need that. Right. Um, and, you know, when I really realized Wi-Fi was a big issue, I, I have a client who's uh, outside of Boston, and we, we've done phone consultations mm-hmm. and things. And she called me up. This was probably five years ago and saying she was having migraine headaches just out of the blue, just really bad headaches. And so, you know, I was trying to piece together what has changed and, you know, nothing had really changed in her life that we could dis- that we could dis- determine. And so I asked her, I said, well, do you have Wi-Fi? And at the time, not everyone had Wi-Fi like they do now. And because it was like about five years ago. And she said, well, yeah, we just got it. And I said, turn your Wi-Fi off at night. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, turn it off when you go to bed. Turn it back on in the morning when you need it. See how that goes. And that was it. Wow. That was the only thing she did differently. So that's when I realized, boy, that is a big deal. Mm -hmm. So not only turn off your Wi-Fi, but get your cell phones and iPads and things. Get them out of your room. Mm -hmm. You know, don't get them out. Put them in the kitchen. Turn them off. Turn everything off. And, um... Gosh, you know, even if you've got a, an alarm clock right next yeah. to you, lamps, all of those emit electromagnetic frequencies that just are unnatural. Um, gosh, other things, you know, we're we're really designed to go to bed when the sun goes down mm-hmm. and to get up when the sun goes up. And so, again, that kind of goes back to getting your 10 to 2. But... Um, You know, I've had people that just have nonstop insomnia, and I find that, you know, their circadian rhythm is off. Mm -hmm. So I might have them go outside for about four or five, six days in a row, depending upon how long it takes, and actually watch the sun go down. Mm -hmm. Just stand there and watch it. It only takes a few minutes Mm -hmm. for it to happen. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning, watch the sun come up. There's something about that that just resets your your circadian rhythm. Plus how peaceful. Yeah. To just give yourself the four and four, you know, right. morning and night. It's I'm going to start doing that yeah. because it just also gives me a, I don't know, just a time to maybe breathe and be right. quiet for four minutes Absolutely. At, at night and in the morning. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. 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 It's a beautiful time. Mm-hmm. Um, other things I've had people do is uh, change out your laundry detergent. Yeah. If you're laying in bed and you're, you know, you're breathing in petrochemicals into your body, mm-hmm. which, you know, not to, not to bash brands, but you know, there's a brand that starts with a T and ends with an E and it has ID in the middle that, you know, yeah. that's some strong stuff, sure fabric is. softener, um, even things like, you know, air fresheners and like and, plug-ins. Well, oh, I'm, those are the worst. I know. And not only do they mess up your, your hormones, your entire endocrine system, they really wreak havoc, but you know, you're breathing that in for eight hours. Yeah. Um, also your skin is your largest organ. Mm-hmm. And so you're absorbing that into your skin yeah. and, and it's just, you know, your body doesn't like that. Yeah. So, so those are some of the things that your body's, um, your body's crying out for help. You know, it's interesting because when I had Wilson, 
it's an on from Wilson's on yes, Washington. Yes, we were I talking about that. thinning hair and um, really the root, maybe the root of the problem is all these endocrine disruptors oh, yeah. because yeah. he said he had never seen so much hair thinning mm-hmm. now in his 30 something years yep. of work. Well, I'm like something's changed yeah. you know, oh, environmentally. Yeah. You, just, you just know. Change. So, and I was, we were talking with him too, that it's not one thing, it's the buildup of yep. things. So yep. it's the sheets and the Wi-Fi yeah. and the plugins. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so as much as you can get rid of, you're taking a step in the right direction. Absolutely. Because I, I think sometimes people get overwhelmed, like, <clears throat> excuse me, overwhelmed thinking, oh my gosh, i got to go zero to 60. Right. You know what no, I mean? Like, don't have to do that. No, Not like at all. Just make a one, two changes as you go along. And For all of sure. a sudden, it's yeah. better. You know, I teach different classes, different workshops in my office every month. Mm-hmm. And the last one, I said to the group, I said, you know, you've, we've all heard the saying, death by a thousand cuts. Right. So it's typically not just one thing that causes a health condition. But I also choose to believe in health by a thousand drops. Yes. And whether that's an extra drop of sleep, yep. an extra drop of sunshine, which yep. we're not getting enough sunshine, no. that's also thrown off our circadian rhythm. Um, it could be a drop of extra water. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us are chronically dehydrated. Um, you know, whatever it is, all these little things collectively work to, to improve your health. Yeah. So health by a thousand drops. I love that. I love that <laughs> saying. So back to the larger laundry detergent i use i think like seventh generation great that's good, a great good brand one. Yeah, okay. absolutely yeah. and you know even trader joe's and different mm-hmm. places they have a lot of good ones out there now so not only are they not petrochemical based yeah. a lot of them are like maybe plant. coconut based yeah. yeah all plant based mm-hmm. um but then in addition to that they have the natural oftentimes essential oil based oh, yeah. scents mm-hmm. um versus petrochemical based you so. know what else i've started using is those dryer balls oh yeah instead yeah. of use you those know, for years well, we haven't used dryer sheets for years because I would get headaches. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's yeah. amazing when you walk down the grocery store aisle or Target of the. Oh, I can't, I can't stand it. I can't either. It. I mm-hmm. immediately can feel my head starting yeah. to throb a little bit from yeah. all those artificial scents. And I'm just, I'm thinking, these poor people that work here, first I of all. I know. <laughs> I know. I think that too. That have to be kind of inundated in this. But it just goes to show you when it's concentrated like that, you just really do get yeah. a hit of how. Yeah. How. Well, you know, whenever I hear somebody say, talk about the new car smell, oh, yeah. oh I cringe, you know, because to me, that's 5,000 new chemicals being released into our environment mm-hmm. every year without even being tested. Mm-hmm. So, so you just, so you tell people just roll those windows down and keep oh, them, yeah, like yeah. Bra- just keep it airing you out know, as much as possible. The last time I bought a new car was in the fall mm-hmm. intentionally yeah. um, so that I could just have the windows down for mm-hmm. days, you know, as often as I could just yeah. to have that cleared out. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's kind of all part of it. And, and, you know, back to your point about people getting overwhelmed, yeah. I know it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, you know, even if it's two steps forward and one step sure. back, you're still moving right. in the right direction. You're still moving forward. So yeah, all these little things mm-hmm. that you can do collectively mm-hmm. to help your health, and um, you know, sleep is one of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, and some other things. I, I don't even know if I really even finished your your question as far as yeah. setting up a sleep sanctuary, but uh, you know, even kind of thinking about it during the daytime, especially if you have trouble sleeping. And I know around maybe two o'clock, a lot of us tend to kind of get that two o'clock drag mm-hmm. that we call it where we get tired and maybe reach for, I don't know, a Coke oh, or, <laughs> or a coffee or right. an energy drink or whatever the case <clears throat> is. And um, as tempting as that may be, yeah. you just have to resist that temptation. Grab some water. A lot of times when we're tired, yeah. we're run down, we're dehydrated. Yeah. Um, or even maybe put some electrolyte powder in it as opposed to 
Gatorade yeah. or um, some lemon, you know, mm-hmm. or, or coconut water. Mm-hmm. Coconut water is very, um, um, uh, it's rich in electrolytes yeah. and very hydrating. Um, you might need to do the little four minute workout that we mm-hmm. just did, you know, just I'll, I'll kinda... put a link to that in the okay, notes. Okay, great, for, great. Is it Zach Bush? Zach Bush, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll put Zach a link Bush. into the notes. So that'll, that. that'll give you a nice little boost, get mm-hmm. things moving. But when you, um, when you add stimulants in the afternoon, especially from about noon on, mm-hmm. especially two, three, four, um, that definitely impairs your sleep. Um, so for some people, sometimes even eating chocolate, you know, that's got caffeine in it. And then I know of people who drink wine in order to get to sleep and they think that it helps them sleep, but it really doesn't. It's more of a restless sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really go down as deeply as you would without the alcohol. So as tempting as that is, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping, just kind of look at all those things. Um, you know, even replacing different scents, the plugins you mentioned, yeah. essential oils. If you've got quality essential oils, those can do wonders for your sleep, mm-hmm. uh, diffusing them in your bedroom. What are and, your favorites? Oh, gosh. At night. You know, um, there's a certain person that I, I know very well, and if that person gets to bed before I do, <laughs> and and maybe a little snoring goes on, that impairs my sleep. Right. So I'll put in a, a blend that's, uh, it's called Breathe, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, that I'll put it in the diffuser, and it's got some, you know, peppermint, uh, Raven Sarah, Melaleuca, lemon, uh, eucalyptus, mm-hmm. and it just kind of opens up airways mm. so that no snoring, right. you know, the snoring subsides <laughs> and I can sleep. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's a nice one. Um, you know, a lot of people love lavender mm-hmm. for sleep, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm one of those handful of people that lavender actually energizes me. And so, but if I mix lavender with another oil that's maybe rich in sesquiterpenes like vetiver or frankincense or mm-hmm. cedarwood, then it calms me down. Mm-hmm. So I have to blend my lavender. Interesting. Um, you know, there's a, a blend I love called Serenity and it's yeah. got lavender, chamomile, sandalwood, yeah. um, you know, a touch of vanilla. So that's, that's a good one for me. And I know you and I use doTERRA, which mm-hmm. we love. Yeah. And, you know, love young, that. young Living's also another one that's yeah. out there that's a clean, I mean, I like to Mm-hmm. people some names because you do have to get high quality you do. essential oil so doTERRA yeah. young living i mean you can find plant people. therapy plant therapy is another um, one yeah robert tisserand so okay. the, yeah there there's some good brands out there there's some really bad ones yeah. too so you yeah. don't want to be buying your essential oils from At walmart, walmart yeah. or kmart no. or any other mart for that matter That's right but, but yeah they can be real helpful um, also, just managing stress, and I know that's easier said than done, but that transfers into the night. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I find that you know just maybe deep breathing techniques, mm-hmm. deep abdominal breathing throughout the day, mm-hmm. or even as you're uh, going to bed, that can be very helpful to kind of help activate the vagus nerve. You know, oh, the yeah. gut brain connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What are some other things? Adaptogenic herbs. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of those. Yep. So adaptogenic herbs are just really smart herbs. They they know what your body needs. Mm-hmm. So if, um, in other words, if you're you're stressed, you've got a lot of anxiety. Adaptogens can help you just kind of relax without knocking you out like a sedative would. Right. But on the other hand, if you're just kind of dragging, you got some brain fog. They'll perk you up without giving you the jitters like caffeine. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of adaptogens. Um, I know uh, I've shared with you a lot, like Shizandra, yeah. Rhodiola, mm-hmm. um, Ashwagandha. Those are some some nice adaptogenic herbs, yep. and they have teas too. Yeah, Does absolutely. It, if you because I know that it comes in capsules and teas and right, is, is it all? 
I mean, um, I, oh, I know you gave me the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You do so, the, yeah. So when you're dealing with plant-based medicine, I, I really tell people to think of it as like three different strengths. Yes. So the first strength is, um, just like the loose herbs, like what you would use in, you know, in your spice cabinet mm-hmm. and, um, or to make teas with that's, that's the weakest form. And then you go up to capsules and tinctures. Mm-hmm. They're more concentrated. And then by far essential oils are, are the most highly concentrated form of plant medicine. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So even sipping a cup of tea, I love Tulsi. I love Tulsi. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it just gives you that energy, but without... Without the jitters, right? And and is that an what is what herb is that? It's is an, an adaptogen. Herb? It yeah, is an, it's, and it is yeah, an adaptogen. Yeah, okay. it's yep. It's also known as holy basil. That's okay. another name. It's mm-hmm. an Ayurvedic herb. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and you know another side benefit of uh, Tulsi is that it also helps bind to radiation and help oh, yeah. flush it out of the body. Yeah. So if I have a client that has to get something, um, you know, a scan, maybe a mammogram or an X-ray or something, mm-hmm. I say you know drink some Tulsi tea afterwards yeah. and a few other things. But yeah, that's a great adaptogen. Adaptogen. Okay, yeah. So just kind of thinking during the daytime, not wait till, you know, it's time to go to bed and you're, you're wired for sound, mm-hmm. but just kind of planning that out throughout the day, mm-hmm. um, you know, keeping in check what you eat and, and what you drink mm-hmm. and, and, you know, being mindful of the time. Also, you know, I didn't sleep well last night mm-hmm. and I shared with you that this morning mm-hmm. I watched the, the season finale of a show last night that was really violent. Yeah. It really upset me. Mm-hmm. So I went to bed and my heart was just kind of racing for a while. Yeah. And it, it took me a while to, to calm down and Absolutely. relax and sleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not practicing what I <laughs> preach, but it's an, a rare night. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what about um, those? So that's great hygiene to hopefully get people to sleep. Mm-hmm. Are, do you have any tricks if you wake up in the middle of the night? I mean, lately it's been, and I know, I know it's hormonal because it's on the dot, three o'clock. And for okay. me, I can tell I'm going through some kind of hormonal okay. something. Yeah, I yeah. Need to, I need sure. probably should come see you to figure out exactly <laughs> what's happening. But it's weird. I'll go through phases of just great sleep. Ten. Okay. I wake up naturally at six. I don't even need an alarm. And then there's phases where this yeah. happens. Yeah. I, I do not have a problem going to sleep. Okay. Ever. That's good. But um. So when you when you do wake up at you know two thirty three o'clock, what do you tell people to do to help them fall back asleep? Okay. Well. First of all, around that time, mm-hmm. 2, 2.33, a lot of times that can be your liver crying out for help. Oh. So you may need to address some mm-hmm. some liver issues. It's always the damn liver. Okay. <laughs> I know. Especially with me. God, whatever. I'm a liver girl. God, I go to my acupuncturist. I go to... Oh, really? I, oh, yeah. And she's like, your liver. liver. I was like, yeah. I know. It's my liver. Okay. So I do. Yeah, I need yeah. to love on my liver Absolutely a little bit more. love on your liver. Yeah. And, and really, I tell people all the time, you know, there are, there are a lot of, well, I'm convinced at least 90% of Americans are walking around with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and right. don't even know it. Yeah. And But I tell people, you know, don't go thinking you're anything special because it's everybody anymore. It's, yeah. it's just a different world out there. Sure. We are just processing so many more toxins mm-hmm. than we used to. And uh, fortunately, your liver has an amazing capacity to, to heal and regenerate itself itself, unlike any other organ or gland, but, but you do need to love on it. So, you know, we may want to look into some liver work, mm-hmm. but, um, but for now, you know, sometimes a change of change of scenery mm-hmm. will help for yeah, sleeping. For sure. yep. And because after a while you lay there and your mind just tells you, I can't sleep, I can't sleep, I can't sleep here. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you go onto the couch or into a recliner, or if you have a spare bedroom, sometimes that little change in scenery can make all I the difference in the world. I have noticed that. Absolutely. I have noticed that. So mm-hmm. another thing, do 
doing some deep breathing. Okay. And, you know, you may need to um, move away from your husband for a bit so you don't wake him up, mm-hmm. but just in, you know, through deep. the nose, deep, down low, you know, breathe like a baby, down deep into your belly yeah. versus high up into your chest yeah. and hold that for a few seconds and then... Mm-hmm. You know, out fully. Be sure and exhale fully because, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to harbor toxins. You know, we get like stale air in the bottoms of our lungs that kind of becomes rancid and, and it's ammonia. Mm-hmm. So you want to really exhale fully. And again, that in turn will kind of activate the the vagus nerve, which is um, gut brain, very relaxing. Yeah. So deep breathing can definitely help. Um, meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with my clients a lot, teaching them how to meditate and you know, there's really no right or wrong way to meditate. Sometimes it's just a matter of sitting there and imagining everything just kind of melting from your head to your toes. And very slowly, it could be your forehead, your eyes, your jaw, your mouth, you know, your neck, just one just by relax, one, relax. little by little. Oh, yeah. Um, it might be keeping a journal next to your, your bed on your nightstand and sometimes you'll lay there and think, gosh, I, I got to remember this tomorrow. Or I got to do that. Well, I say just get up and get those thoughts out of your head and onto yeah. paper. Mm-hmm. And it probably helps to do that even for a couple of minutes before you go to bed. Exactly. Too, right? Just like Absolutely. Dot, just a brain dump. Yep. For sure. Because we do. I mean, especially yeah. like, okay, I got to remember. God, what do you, you know, sure. how am I going to remember that? Yeah. So to yeah. get it out. I, I'm sure there's some subconscious always working. Always. When you don't no get it out No doubt about paper. it. Yeah. No doubt. Um, putting your phone away at least an hour before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. But again, back to uh, if you wake up during the night. Um, let's see. You know, practicing gratitude. Yeah. And... Um, I always give my clients who do my wellness programs, after I get to know them a little while, I'll give them an empty journal Mm -hmm. and I base it on their personality and that time in their life. So for this person, it might be a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. Um, For that person, you know, I I was working with a person a while back who was always beating himself up over not being perfect, Mm -hmm. not making all these changes at once. And so for him, the journal was a matter of writing. I said, just when you go to bed at night, write down three things you did for yourself that day, whether it be, um, you know, eating vegetables with every meal or whether it be drinking half your weight in ounces of water Mm -hmm. that day, or whether it be doing the four minute workout, you know, anything, just write down three things you did for yourself that day. Mm -hmm. And then three things in the morning. So you can do that in the middle of the night. Hey, you know, what am I stressing about? I did this, this and that for myself. Um, or I'm so grateful that I live in this beautiful country and a safe home and I've got a healthy family, mm-hmm. you know, just write down five things you're grateful for. Yeah. Um, just to, to kind of something. break that cycle of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of yep. interrupt that wheel, the yeah. hamster wheel. Um, yeah. It goes a long way for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so we don't want to turn the TV on. No way. We don't Jose. want to scroll through our phone. Oh, <laughs> that can be the worst because you know, the blue light also known mm-hmm. as white light that emits from your cell phone, mm-hmm. laptops, things like that. It impairs your pineal glands ability to produce melatonin. Oh, wow. And, um, so that's, you know, that's a big deal. And it's funny. People talk a lot about hormones mm-hmm. In America, and they tend to think of, you know, estrogen and testosterone, but, you know, we've got about a hundred hormones in our body that really all work in symphony together. Mm -hmm. So, um, melatonin is a hormone. Mm -hmm. Insulin is a hormone. Cortisol is a hormone. Um, 
you know, uh, gosh, uh, I mentioned insulin, melatonin, serotonin, dopamine, all those things are hormones. So yeah. kind of and there are to... levels that they need to stay within or where you get out of balance. Yep. And then it definitely shows. You know, it's interesting. I have figured out that when I eat sugar, um, <laughs> this sounds so gross, but I sweat. Okay, I'm in my not sleep. surprised. I sweat in my sleep. Is that my liver surprised. just like crying out for help again? Help, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. Well, and that's another thing. You know, sugar is my kryptonite. Yeah. I love sugar. I know. Oh, I love it. I know. But, um, but yeah, it's there's nothing that destroys your immune system yes. faster than sugar yep. and impairs your sleep as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no doubt about it. I, I just had someone the other day ask me about RLS, restless leg syndrome. Oh, yeah. And so again, I'm always going through what caused what. And right. I'm like, how much sugar do you eat? Mm-hmm. And I said, be honest, no judgment here. Right, right. How much sugar? And, and um, you know, when we really dove into it, that person consumed a lot of sugar yeah a lot well and it's hidden everywhere it's in everything it really you know is. they they hide it in bread mm-hmm. and, and in spaghetti sauce and right. in salsa mm-hmm. and in different things and the reason is because sugar is highly addictive mm-hmm. um i i have a, an acquaintance who a friend actually who's a former heroin addict mm-hmm. and she said that sugar was by far more addictive than heroin. Wow. And I've heard that yeah. from other oh, people. I, well, and it's so mainstream and easy to get. I mean, it's, yeah. you know. Well, and of all the people I've worked with with addictions, that's that's really the gateway drug is sugar. And, I, I believe it. And companies put it in their food because they want you to be addicted to their food. They want you to buy more. So you may think you're addicted to their food product, mm-hmm. but you're actually addicted to the sugar, sugar. in it. Yeah. And it just makes your body just... You know, know, move all over the place. Um, so did she? Did help. she eliminate some of the sugar? Well, you know, she feels that that was definitely the gateway yeah. drug. And I, I, I'm sorry, your uh, restless leg syndrome. Oh yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. That was that was it. That was and it. you know, when I talk to people about eating sugar, they're I think they envision in their head sitting down eating a bowl of sugar. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, but when we break down all the hidden forms of sugar, sure. whether you know, starting the day with sugar in your coffee, right. you know, that's kind of where where it starts mm-hmm. and then you kind of want more and more and more. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I also kind of eliminated her fear of fruit mm-hmm. um, because the, the naturally occurring sugar in fruit is far different than, you know, added sugar sure. in food products. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just keeping in check your sugar, your caffeine, your thoughts, mm-hmm. your, your sleep environment, mm-hmm. um, you know, having it be dark and, and uh, very quiet and cool and, and not a lot of toxic scents yeah. and things like that. You know, it's so interesting because there's so much that I know about. I mean, I know that, but yeah. it's so nice to get a refresher yeah. every once in a while. But like, you really do have control oh, over yeah. the quality of your sleep. 100%. Sometimes, you know, and then I, like even I was at dinner, I was like, oh, God, I hope I sleep okay tonight because I haven't been sleeping well. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm probably already setting myself up for, you know, oh, yeah, and, you yeah. know that worry about waking up more than I did, but it's true. Um, yeah. So, you know, everything that you tell yourself, right. whether it's positive, negative, or so neutral, true. it permeates through every cell in your every body. Every cell. People don't realize, but it is a cellular connection. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt sure. about it. So yeah, you're just telling yourself, gosh, I'm going to get great sleep That's right. tonight. And, and um, yeah, that is all a big part of it for sure. Um, so I love the the part about the glymphatic system. I know oh, you touched yeah. on it, but can you give a little bit, what is it and yeah. why is it important? Yeah. Well, you know, your lymphatic system runs throughout your entire body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually have more lymphatic fluid in your body than you do blood. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, but unlike your your cardiovascular system or your circulatory system, you don't have a pump, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So so to get your lymphatic fluid moving to release that cellular debris, um, typically it's done through exercise. And certain exercises are better for it than others. But exercise is the main way to get your lymphatic fluid moving. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some other ways too if you can't exercise. But anyway, your brain they they discovered probably three or four years ago that your brain actually has its own lymphatic mm-hmm. system. And they call it the glymphatic system. Mm-hmm. And the reason they call it that is because the G comes from glial cells, which are the cells in your brain that are responsible for that. And um, so your brain accumulates toxins and um, they contribute to amyloid plaque mm-hmm. that contributes to, you know, Alzheimer's disease, uh, Parkinson's, mm-hmm. dementia, things like that. And so you got to release, you got to flush that out, the glymphatic fluid or the glymphatic system. And that only happens when you sleep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen any other time of the day. So, you know, your um, your cerebral spinal fluid is is what does that. Yeah. And um, and from there, you know, the, the waste is eliminated. And um, your brain cells, while you sleep, are actually reduced by 60% in order to, to make space in your brain for that glymphatic wow. fluid to be released and those toxins huh. to be released. I wonder if brain. that affects dreams. I wonder if that's what part of you know, the reduction. I don't, I don't know. I never thought you about it. I think it probably could because there is a certain supplement that mm-hmm. I recommend to a lot of my clients, mm-hmm. depending upon their needs mm-hmm. and everything. And one of the things it does is helps to calcify the pineal gland mm-hmm. of fluoride and, and different toxins. And that's a very common uh, remark, comment that I get from that supplement is, oh my gosh, I dream so much more vividly. Interesting. And it's a function of detoxing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sure that it would contribute to that. To dreams. And dreams too are are ways that your even your subconscious is work are working out yeah. problems yeah. for yeah. you too. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um even being able to to uh to learn better. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of all the the oh gosh, many, many nights in college. Oh, I'll pull an all nighter. Right. Know, wait to the last minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll just stay up all night and I'll be fine. Well, that's not really how the brain works. Right. We actually need sleep for learning before we learn mm-hmm. and after, you know, to to solidify oh, what we learn. Yeah. yeah, before and after. That's that's been proven. Mm-hmm. So I just can't stress enough the importance of good sleep yeah. for so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, brain function and and also I mentioned that that's when our bodies produce collagen. Mm-hmm. So and how many times do you not get good sleep and you look in the mirror like today? <laughs> and, <laughs> I know my thing is for concealer. Oh goodness, yeah, and I don't have any <laughs> on. So you know, I see these dark circles and bags under our eyes, and yeah, that's why we need to flush yeah. those toxins reset our brain, our hormones, mm-hmm. everything. Well, a lot, you know, holistically too, the under eye can be a um, sign of kidneys mm-hmm. too. So if you're yep. not flushing and doing all that, I mean, it can be several things. Sometimes it's hereditary. Sometimes it's just blood that needs to kind of be moved out. So you can kind of do that gently with your fingers yeah. too. But, yeah. but if it's chronic, to think about, am I detoxifying my body mm-hmm. well enough? If not, you're, you know, you may be showing right, on your right. eyes. And it's, again, you know, our bodies are amazing because they give us signs and signals yes. for things that we need to kind of pay attention to. We just need to listen. Yeah. yeah. You know, another thing when we sleep, our um, blood vessels dilate mm-hmm. some. And if you're not getting sleep, again, yeah. back to the dark yeah. circles sure. or a kidney mm-hmm. or a thyroid. It could be many different yeah. things. Well, it's funny, the whole 10 to 2 thing as far as skincare goes, you know, people 
I, I try to get people to do their skincare routine morning and night because it has, you know, the, the daytime routine is for protection. The nighttime routine is for repair. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, but if you have to pick one, you have to do it at night. Really? And you have to wash your face and put your serums on your moisturizer because of the repair mechanism. Yeah, so yeah that, that makes and sense. And do it before 10 o'clock because uh -huh. skin's the same way. 10 to 2 is the are the main hours for skin repair as well as everything else. Mm -hmm. So, um, so if you have, if you have to pick, definitely do it. And I tell people, if you feel like, you know, you just want to go to bed to actually go do your skincare routine before you even make dinner, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, you get there home, you, go. you change done. your clothes, you, you know, cause a lot of us go home and change our clothes into something a little more comfortable yeah. to make dinner, go ahead and do your skincare routine. So then all you have to do is brush your teeth and go to bed. Right. And then it's done. But, um, That's great advice. yeah, it's really important that, that, that repair, giving your skin and your body the things it needs to kind of help repair Heal itself. itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, um, gosh, so much good information. I'm looking at CBD oil because it's such the rage right now. Do you uh -huh. feel like that that that's helping you people know, with their sleep? You know, that can help people a lot with their sleep. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, quality is key, just like right. essential oils. There are a lot of lot of great products out there, mm -hmm. you know, because of this CBD oil boom. Mm -hmm. um, but there are also a lot of not so great products. Right. And so before you do anything, make sure you've got a quality product. Uh, one of the main reasons is because CBD oil is a bioaccumulator, so it absorbs toxins, mm -hmm. you know, tenfold. And so if that plant, that hemp plant has been grown in soil that's contaminated with heavy metals, mm -hmm. arsenic, a lot of our soil is, and then sprayed with Roundup, mm -hmm. glyphosate, mm -hmm. it's going to absorb that like a sponge. Wow. So make sure that it's beyond organic, mm -hmm. um, you know, grown high quality, even the processing of it, like a subcritical CO2 extraction method is good. But anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, that can dramatically help people's mm -hmm. sleep patterns. And, um, you know, when I first started using CBD oil, I found found that it it did help me sleep better because I thought gosh I did I thought I slept good mm -hmm. but it did help me sleep deeper but then it flipped on me and then it gave me energy. Hmm. So um, so now when I take CBD oil, I only do it during the daytime, morning, morning or afternoon. So is that your little fine. boost even sometimes? Yeah, it can, absolutely. Yeah. It can give me a little boost. Mm -hmm. and, and it's been a while since I've taken it at night. So maybe if I tried it again, yeah. I would be okay. Well, but, we're constantly changing. You know, yeah, I tell people, no oh, just because something works for you now, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Yeah, Our yeah. bodies just change and shift. Yes, and absolutely. I hope I don't get do. in trouble saying this about you, but I remember when you were using CBD before it was yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I could smuggle it in and now, now it's everywhere. But right. um, Yeah, that was five years ago. Gosh, I know. Well, it was right after it had become legal mm -hmm. because, yeah. um, you know, hemp, the hemp plant in general has been illegal in America for 80 years. Yeah. And I thought the story you told me was fascinating about why we are so deficient is that the uh, cannabinoid, what's the receptor called? Well, the endocannabinoid system is throughout our entire body, okay. including in our brain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't even have CBD receptors, or I'm sorry, we don't even have omega-3 receptors in our brain, mm -hmm. although we need them. Mm -hmm. We need omega-3s for our brain, but we do have uh, that for CBD. We, we do have our endocannabinoid system in our brain. So it's there for a reason. And, um, you know, our, our endocannabinoid system has, for the most part, been asleep for 80 years. I know. Tell, tell the story. Legal. I just thought that this was so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if you back up prior to, to that, um, just a 
America being founded on hemp was a big part of it. You were required to grow hemp a certain amount of it just to kind of get the economy going and everything mm-hmm. in America. Uh, our constitution was written on hemp paper. Uh, our first flag, Betsy Ross stitched out of hemp fabric. Our clothing was made of hemp. And then, you know, we were always an agrarian society up until recent years. And you know, we, we foraged for hemp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we ate it. It was part of our diet. And then later on, as we farmed, we fed it to our animals, to our livestock. And then we ate the meat. We drank the milk. We ate the eggs. So it was part of our diet yeah. up until about 80 years ago. And then, when of that, course, now. When they made it illegal. Yeah, yeah. And clear-cut it all. Right. And then we are affected because we're not getting it because we are what we eat. Yeah. I mean, I had that podcast interview with Amy um, Bishop from Greenbrier Farms. And we talked a lot about, you know, how they feed their animals and and you are what we feed our animals. No doubt about it. The frequency, the energy of that, Mm -hmm, everything. mm -hmm. So uh, the frequency. I love that. We'll have to talk more about that. (laughs) (laughs) So much to talk about. Um, So CBD. Yeah, that's great. That is. So yeah, just, just waking up your endocannabinoid system slowly Okay. With a quality product, okay, can can be very beneficial. Not go again from zero to six. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, listen. This has been an amazing conversation. I am going to check um, to see if we have any questions. But in the meantime, while I while I look at that, I think people will probably want to be sending you an email <laughs> or contacting you <laughs> or something. Um, so, can you just tell people how they can find you yeah. on the internet or where else? Yeah. Yeah. The website is enlightenupstate.com. And, um, you know, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, but not, not a whole lot. I'm yeah. not the most tech savvy girl you'll ever meet, but it's, you know, at enlightenupstate.com and, um, you know, enlighten is the, the Facebook page mm-hmm. and, uh, let's see what else. I don't have a YouTube channel at this mm-hmm. point. Maybe this will break me out of my comfort yes, zone to start absolutely. one at some point. So you have a um, you have one thing you can book as a pop in. Now is that yeah. for existing clients? That's for established okay. clients. All right. So yeah, you have but, different different appointment levels, but it is so easy to book online on her website if you are wanting to kind of delve. Further. What what yeah. appointment would that be? You know, most initial? people start with what's called a foundational consultation. Yeah. That's a two hour face to face consultation, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I tell people it doesn't really matter what your diagnosis is. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're not right anyway, mm-hmm. but I can always find a crack or two or three or four mm-hmm. in someone's foundation, and whether that's you know they're not getting enough sleep mm-hmm. or you know not drinking enough water or whatever the case is. Right. So we start there, we firm up the foundation, and then we go from you know, whatever their diagnosis is or symptoms or whatever. And most people then will convert that to a wellness program. I have a 60 or uh, 90-day wellness programs um, because I specialize in autoimmune conditions. And that's not something you can wipe away in just one appointment. So it's kind of a combination of nutrition and um, stress reduction Mm -hmm. techniques and detoxing and and, um, a lot of education. You know, I don't ever just tell my clients what to do. I want them to understand my recommendations and be an active part of it. And I tell them that, um, you know, I work for you. You don't work for me. Mm -hmm. So if there's something that I recommend that doesn't sit well with you, that's okay. We've mm-hmm. got options. We've got a lot of options yeah. when it comes to holistic health. So. Well, you are an absolute wealth of information. Every time I sit down with you, I learn something new and feel better. 
able to care for myself when I walk away. So thank you. You have <laughs> thank a gift you, Karen. and I really, really appreciate you sharing it with us today and sharing your, your gift with your clients and really um, anybody that comes in contact with you. So My thank pleasure. you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, to finish out, our little conversation. I always like to ask my guests, what does aging confidently mean ah. to you? Well, gosh, to me personally, that just means embracing your instincts, your intuition and your life experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not something that can be taught or bought. And, um, you know, sometimes I wish I had a pause button, but at the same time, I kind of think maybe the best is yet to come. Absolutely. So bring it on. Bring it on. That is my mantra. The best is yet to come, right? <laughs> Every day. Absolutely. Every day. Well, thanks again, Jennifer. This thank has you been for great. Um, just to close out, thank you so much for listening and watching today. I hope you've learned something today that is helpful to you. If so, please um, share this podcast with your friends so we can grow our Aging Confidently tribe. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can join us live here on our Aging Aging Confidently Facebook page every second and fourth Tuesday at 10 a.m. And remember, we are all confident and have so much to offer this world, especially when we come from a place of gratitude and confidence. So let's age confidently together and turn the so-called midlife crisis into a midlife inspiration. Thanks. See y'all next time. Baby, how you feeling?